Welcome into another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the Dude. Bird's flying around. Today's show is powered by Greater Boston Fitness. Yes, they are. Where they build people All down the time. at 321 Charger Street in Revere. Yes, they are. Make sure you go check them out. More info at greaterbostonfit.com. How are you today, Bird? Good, you? What's going on? Uh, it's another day in the office. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's been a slow week. Oh, yeah, dragged. I kind of like it, though, because it's August, because this is like the ass end of summer. Oh, Once dude, I know. Around, it's like, oh, God. Next thing you know, it's yep. Liberty football! Weekend. Yo, football's yeah. already on. I love it. We'll, we'll get to the Patriots stuff later. Oh, yeah. I, 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 of I got course. a lot to say about that. So, uh, game. before we hit the starting five here. Okay, what's going on? Uh-oh. What's going on, dude? We have some breaking news here on the Dude and Bird Show. Is Korea attacking? <laughs> I don't know, man, especially after Trump's recent words. Ah, please, it's just words, no actions. But our OG, mm-hmm. our number one, slamming slew banger of the week, has officially hit the open market. Ooh. Allie Raceman is officially single now. Go get her. Go get oh, her, boys. Yeah. Between the age of 21 to 28, go get her. Dude. I'll just dump my girlfriend and go get her. She's 23. She's too young for me. That's gross. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love my girlfriend. But anyways, her and her NFL boyfriend, Colton Underwood, uh-huh. I guess his career is over anyways. He sucks. No one knows him. It's over. Splitsville. They've dated for almost a year. Wow. Yep. Good relationship. And Maxim. Maxim's trolling it a little bit too. With really? It. I love it. It says, uh, Colton Underwood, the former NFL tight end with uh, Nary... A stat line page on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're saying he sucks. <laughs> Was way out of his league with Raceman. Wow. A gold medal winning gymnast. Just dropping it on him. Yep. Jesus. So his his career looks to already be over. Meanwhile, Raceman's 23 and she's only getting more famous. Thanks to things like her smoking hot Sports Illustrated spread. And winning the most coveted award in podcast history. Slams Lubega and yep. a gold medalist. That's right. Wow. Single. So, guys, if you're out there and you're looking for a chick and you live in Massachusetts, you probably don't have a shot with her. No. But, hey, go slide up in her DM. I can DM. see her sitting down with an average Joe from Mass. No. No, no. chance in hell. She's going to marry a celebrity. Oh, Not marry definitely. a celebrity, like Dayton, then whatever oh, happens, yeah, happens. Oh, yeah, dude. Because okay. there's some stud muffin out there that's going to spit some hot fire at her trying to get the rebound game on. I could see a Bruins player. Going after her. Is she a puck slut? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't no, think but so stop, either. Because you date a hockey player, you're not a, automatically a puck slut. <laughs> I know puck slots, trust me. Yeah, I was me in too. college, Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all over the globe. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, so, coming up in today's starting five, we're going to start off with the Red Sox roundup. Then we're going to go into number two. We got the sale of the year. <laughs> number three is a Pat's Pat Down. I can't wait to talk about this. Oh, I know. There's a lot going on down there, too. It's good. And, uh, and some things going on in the AFC East. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lock going oh, on. Yeah, the Billy's making some moves. I was so random yesterday. I know. It was. We'll Caught everybody we'll get, by yeah, surprise. We'll, we'll that That's for bit. damn sure. Yep. And number four, we have the birdcage and the slam and slew bang of the I week. I will not disappoint. Yep. Everybody <laughs> waits for that. And then uh, we talked to Franklin, our producer. Yep. We, we changed the name of the smorgage board here okay. to the rundown. I like that. Fits, fits the program here. Yeah. Fits what we're trying to do. Thank you, Franklin. Thank you for showing up today. We really appreciate it. I know. He's sitting over there pushing his mouse around. Doing yeah, nothing. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Find some sound effects. Yeah. Get all over that, partner. Mm. So the Red Sox right now, excluding last night's game. Okay. Last night was a debacle. It was. Everybody knows that. Everybody's <laughs> up in open arms. It was legit 3 nothing. 
James Taylor was done, and the final <laughs> score was 5 4. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> uh, dude. Just sitting zombies Tough. there. Tough. Jesus. Because this is a big series it here is. with the Yankees. If we won, we'd have been five and a half up. Now we're three and a half. Now yep. we got to climb up the ladder and get win today and tomorrow to get back to 5.5. And the Yanks are just going to try to chip away here and cut away. And we. This is our chance to pull ahead. Yeah. Oh, coming into is, mid-August, going into late August, this is it, man. And they're coming back in the following weekend. Yep. This is huge. Hey, if they can just turn if, around and win. If they win two out of three, I'll be happy. Yep. I'll take and it. And then they're coming back to Boston. Then whatever happens here in Fenway. Because the Yanks are owning us this year. Yeah, they are. So, I don't know. Hopefully they can get it together. But regardless of last night, they're riding an eight-game um, eight win streak. They're supposed to. Which is huge. Sweep the White Sox. They're supposed to because the White Sox are a smelly, stinky sock. Yeah. And but, they're like, what, 40 and 79 or some BS? I don't even, hold on. Yeah. Tony Maz has been calling the White Sox the Brockton Rocks, <laughs> 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 which is so true. The Brockton Rocks, man. Speaking of them, I, I was going to intern there. Really? Years ago. What happened? They want you full time with no pay. Oh, uh, no. Uh, no. How the uh, hell wait, are you wait, supposed wait. to survive on wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. How long ago was this? Uh, summer of 2010. Yeah, no, it's changed now. That, I mean, back then they could get away with it. Not now. Forget it. I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, there's no there's no chance in hell, dude. I need to make some money here. It's the summer. I need drinking money for when I go back to college. Yeah, that's BS. the hell you think this is, partner? Yeah, I don't, I'm sure it's paid full what intern kind of business now. you running over there? No, they probably don't have an intern now. What, 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 What's they, up what, with that, wait, Bill Murray? What was your, what was your duties? I'd work in the office, and then I'd be there for the games as well. So you were there, like, all day. Jesus. Yeah. No, no. No, thanks. No, no. I'll pass. Yeah. Instead, I, I interned uh, over at iHeart. Okay. Yeah. So they're 9-1 over the last 10 games. Eight-game win streak. Killer. Beautiful. Awesome. They've outscored their opponents by 15 runs. Mm-hmm. They've scored 62 and have 47 against. Phenomenal. I'll take it. And we do it on Pedroia and uh, Price, yeah. by the way, which is great. Exactly. People are stepping up. Good. And Pedroia, it doesn't sound like he's doing too hot right now either. Physically, his knee is like really bothering him. He's missed what the last two games. This is I just I'm, while having I'm some on, off days. I'm on Espen right now. Red Sox put Pedroia's knee back on 10 day DL. Yep. Yeah, well, that was inevitable. Poor guy. That sucks. Because he's always moving out there too at second base. If you think oh yeah, he, so, he gives you 110 percent every time. It's not like. He's just standing there at the position. He's always backing up the throw back to the pitcher. Or he's backing up this base, that base, catching the throw. He's always moving. He's always jiggy out there. He's never still. So that's going to take a toll on his knee as well. Absolutely. It's going to happen one way or another. Craig Kimbrell is lights out. I was, what was, I was kind of ago? weary about him when we first started here back in March. I was like, I don't know. When we first started talking about the Red Sox yeah. and the upcoming season mm-hmm. and all that, I was kind of weary about him. But this season, man... Wow. Unbelievable. A 1.48 ERA. Awesome. That's gross. 28 saves, three wins. Pretty good. Oh, what came to me going extra innings in? I can't remember which game. He tied it up. I was pissed. I was like, you the effer. <laughs> My favorite stat, though, of so his, about that. he has 90 strikeouts to eight walks. Oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing right there. That's unbelievable. It's sexy. Plus 82 across the board. Yeah. And I hate when guys get walked, especially in the majors. Like, I understand if he's a stud hitter and you're trying to pitch around him a little bit. Yeah. But you shouldn't have been pulling a Porcel blow from last week when he walked <laughs> Johan Moncada twice. He was batting just over a 100. That's sad. Yeah, that was pathetic. Brutal. Palmer stinks. 
No, he's been doing good. Has turned in <laughs> Pomerantz. Yeah, about time. That trade's looking Co- all right right now. I, d- did he make it to seventh inning at all? <laughs> I don't think so, not yet. Because if he I did, I'd be Tampa, rejoicing. I think he made it to the top seventh. I might be wrong. Or bomb sucks top seventh, and they put in the freaking bullpen. I'd be freaking out if he if he made it. Imagine the if he did a complete game by the end of the season. I'll throw confetti and Oro's pizza, and how's that? Oh, dude, we'll <laughs> we'll throw a dude in bird show potty. <laughs> we'll <laughs> you, no, do you think he's capable of going the extra mile and finishing a game, a complete game? I think he should be. I mean, if he's if he's got the right stuff and he's pitching, yeah. yeah, let him stay out there. Exactly. Like the other day, Sale was pitching in Tampa, and they pull him in the pull him in the uh, no. Well, he finished the inning, and then top nine. I'm obviously criminal came in. Yeah. That's fine, but still, I wanted him to finish the game. That stadium is so friggin' empty. Oh, it's awful. Have you ever been down there? No. Oh, my God. So, my buddy Anthony went this past year. Yeah. No, wait. He just went this past Tuesday because we work for the Red Sox and he yeah. it connects with Tampa Bay. Sure. Last time I went, we won the AL East in 2007. Yeah. That place was just packed with Red Sox fans. Sure. And it usually is. It wasn't. No. It wasn't, it's usually it was, more Red Sox fans than Rays fans. No, I agree. No, you're right. And but this but this past Tuesday I'm watching. Yep. Like, Jesus Christ, there's nobody there. Nobody. I mean, if it was like towards the late of the season, like if t- the Red Sox played Tampa Bay and we won the AL East out there, that place would be packed. Yep. So we went in 07, had a blast at this bar. We walk in the stadium. I'm like, I feel like I'm at Brockton Rocks. No, <laughs> oh, seriously, going to dude. A little spin is no offense to them. Just stadium wise, it's like, yeah. oh my god. And the dome's just horrible looking. I heard it's a decent place to take in a game though. No, it's not bad, but it's just like, all right, let's go, dude. It's just. Not what a baseball dome should look like. Yeah, basically, it's awful. Huh. I, I, I mean, if you're gonna go down there, go down there, have a good time, get hammered. Yeah, I heard it is a good time if you're gonna go take in the ball game there. Yeah, I know a bunch of people that went. My buddy went down Tuesday. He said, "I'm like, what inning did you leave?" Well, the kid got tied, so we left like the bomb the sex. I'm like, all right, that's not bad. No. That's not bad at all. Yeah, but if you're going down there, just get absolutely annihilated and just have a good time. Because other than that, <laughs> there's nothing really to look at. It's so boring down there. I mean, this is a decade ago. Yeah. But still, it was just like, whatever. Hmm. Nothing too crazy. That's Canham Yards. I suggest everyone goes there. I've been oh, there. yeah. I haven't been to the old or new Yankee Stadium yet. No. Canham's on my list. I've been One of my buddies and I have been trying to go for years Where? now down to Baltimore. It's fun. You, there's a strip club right there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> right across the street from the drop vault. that one, Franklin. <laughs> Don't need the ladies knowing. Drop it. I forget the name of it. That and uh, what's that fish called? Fish crab. crab the crab crab cakes. That's it. Crab cakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are good. Huh. I like them. Have you been to Wrigley yet? No, I've been to Wrigley. It's fun. I'd like to go out to Chi Town. I went for a bachelor party five years ago. I'm like, all right. Is it really it's as like, dirty out there as people make it sound? No, it's not that bad. No, and around around uh, Wrigley? No, it's not no, that no, bad. No, no, no. Like in the city itself. No, and the, if you stay on the north, I never. we didn't go to the south side. We Obviously. We were going to go. No, we wanted to catch, because we went to the, <clears throat> excuse me, went to the Cubs game, and we're like, hey, let's go to the White Sox game the next day. And then we read the news, like eight shootings or something. I'm like, you know what? Let's not get on the train and go to no. the south side. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll pass. You got the it pack was, heat. No, it was good. You stay on the north side, it's great. I loved it. Yeah. Like, everything around Wrigley, there's bars everywhere, there's houses. Like, like when someone hits a home run, you can see, like, legit someone's house. Like, if I lived in that house, I'd be watching out the window every goddamn day. That's sick. Unreal. And they have bricks just like the Red Sox. So, I don't know yeah. why everyone's crapping on the Red Sox. with the bricks. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's every major major league pop ballpark. Oh, everyone tries to find some key selling points and yeah, make a buck. That's fine. Come on now. Get with the program. They got to pay these players somehow. Yeah, well, especially with 
I'm not going to Or fill their own pockets to go buy airplanes or whatever they're doing. I don't know. (sighs) Was that a rip at Robert Kraft? I don't know. We'll see. So. Sylvia. Let's go. Yes. Sale of the year. This is the year of the pitcher. I agree. Okay. So. Hashtag sale of the year. Okay. I like that. Chris Sale Mm -hmm. should win the Cy Young. I agree. For the AL. Okay. Also, I think he should win the AL MVP. Explain why. How with the hitters this year? Chris Sale lights out. He's 14 and 4 mm-hmm. on 23 games started. Okay. Not bad. No. Few no decisions. He's number three in ERA with a 2.57. Number one is Kershaw, who's hurt with a 2.04. Scherz is number two, if you're wondering, with a 2.23. No, it's good to know. Yep. Appreciate that. And then Gio Gonzalez is number four with a 2.5. Wow. Okay. Decent. He's right there. Mm-hmm. He's number one in innings pitched. You know more me in innings yeah. pitched. Oh, yeah. Huge. You, yeah, you love that. He's number one. Mm-hmm. 161 innings. Chris Archer, I was surprised, is number two. Really? With 154. That's, wow. That's a name I haven't. Yeah. The, who, the, who? Who are you? No, I know. Not in a bad way. Who are you? Yeah. What's his name? I'm going to look him up. Yeah, from Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. Kid's a stud. He's got, uh, pretty sure he's got some corn rolls going right now. Nice. He's given up 113 hits and 49 runs and 46 earned runs. 13 homers. Okay. That's a .5 a game, pretty much. That's good. 29 freaking walks. 29 to his 209 lead-leaguing strikeouts. That's gross. So you think it's between him and Trott? That's slightly over a walk a game. So him and Mike Trott, basically? Yeah. Scherz is number two with, um, what's it, uh, 210 or whatever it is. Oh, uh, sorry, batting average. Oh, batting average. Batting average. He's number two. I'm sorry. That's all right. With uh, a .193. People are batting just under a 200 against them. Scherzer's number one. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's him and Scherzer. It comes down to for Cy Young. And I think for MVP as well. Because the hitters, yeah, they're having a good year. But how many guys can you say they're owning the, the league? Yeah, he owns AL East and the rest of the American League. Yeah, both, he, he both like, those guys. That one bad game he had, his it wasn't his catcher. Who pitched? Who caught, caught from him? Try to remember. Because normally I think it's Sandy Leon who yeah, catches Vasquez, from. Yeah, Vasquez, I think, Vasquez, I think that Vas- game. Yeah. yeah. So he was all sorts of I love up. Sandstorm. <laughs> I know. I remember I wanted to trade him. Yeah. His, <laughs> his bat's bad. quiet down a little bit. No, that's fine. But he, he's still right around where he usually is. And he's a hell of a catcher. Yes, it's Calls great. a good game. He's good defensively. Mm-hmm. Don't get, uh, Vasquez, I think, is a great compliment. I think they complement each other very well. They're both calling, like you said earlier, like solid games out there. Yeah. Both of them are good. I like it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about the Red Sox, to get off the uh, Chris Sale thing, yep. it's the year of the comebacks. What do you mean? Walk-offs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Jesus. Oh, it's ridiculous. They have a plus—we talked about it last week. They have oh, a plus right. six mm-hmm. there this year. They have eight walk-off wins with three walk-off losses. I looked at this. This was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They have 20 blown leads this year. <laughs> of course they do. 20. <laughs> In comparison to 27 comeback wins. All right. But their largest blown lead was three runs. 
Okay. Up so, until last. Oh, wait. No, that was three runs. That's not that bad. No, it's not. They allowed his comeback was five runs. I remember that. Yep. So it's good. That was a couple weeks and ago. And right now they're hitting the cover off the ball. They're scoring runs. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to be doing well. They're sucking at running the bases. But hey, <laughs> that's a story for another day. That's their own problem that they can figure out on their own time. How have you not figured it out yet? Dude, I don't know. It blows my mind. I, like, who do you who do you blame? Like, I put I think, some blame. I think, I think Manager John says if you if you have the green light and you see it, just go. Yeah. No, for sure. I think it's on him and the third base coach. You have to be more like last night it happened. Someone hit the ball left field and he's tagging up to second and third. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, brutal. What? What? No. Yeah. No. Uh, Nunez. Yeah. What are you doing? Don't do that. Who, who gave you the green light on that? Was it Manager John, the third base coach? Was it you just saying, F it, I'm going for it? Yeah, that was like Benny <laughs> running to third when a ball was hit to short. <laughs> That's like, awesome. What is wrong with these That's guys? That's Little League stuff, boys. Come yeah. on. Situational baseball that we've talked about before. <laughs> I, I got to laugh about it. Cause I, My God. I laugh because I'm there and I see it every day at Fenway. It's, it's like I can see if it was a deep fly ball to center to yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. And Because a guy like him has some wheels. He has some speed. I told everyone understands that and gets it. But that's a short porch to left there. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very short. What the? <laughs> short it's, porch. It's, no porch parties out there. No. <laughs> Green monster parties. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Big Poppy agrees. Exactly. That's right. Oh, God. But... Uh, I'm telling you, man, Chris Sale, keep watching, guys. He's got a few big starts here coming up down the stretch. He's going to make a push. And I think he's I think he's on Friday or next Saturday against the Yankees. Yeah, That'll he's be an interesting game. Yeah, he's got I'm pretty sure he has a start in each of the like the next like big key matchups Good. here along the stretch. And this should be W's. Yep. It's awesome. Right. Sandy Leon's got pitched uh tell him what to pitch, and it's gonna be a fantastic event. It's a spectacle. Every time this for. guy comes out and pitches this year, it's a spectacle. Yeah, and Everyone he, keeps comparing it to when Pedro was here. Uh, it's more of a draw when Pedro was here. Yeah. How, oh, that's two different That's two different decades. That's no, totally I understand that, oh, right. but they're both dominant pitches in their own right. So Stop comparing them to Manning. I mean, Pedro. What's the gap? Ooh, that's a good question. What's, what's, this, what's the spectacle gap here? The draw factor. Between those two guys, you, I have no idea. Do you have the answer? Say, uh, from a one to ten, Pedro was probably a ten. He was on the mound. People tuned in. Yes. Whether it was television, radio, mm-hmm. or they went down to the ballpark, people were ball. down with it. Yep. Yep. Whatever, however they consumed the game, they were there mm-hmm. taking it in. Mm-hmm. Chris Sale takes the mound. What do you think? It's an eight, eight and a half. Yeah, maybe a nine. Push a nine. Okay, so he's he's pretty close. You can watch it on the laptops, the iPads. He's within he's within a, a smidge margin. That's the thing nowadays. People could just like, oh, I could look at the highlights later. Mm-hmm. And just click on. Do you think the, actual live ratings. the gap will close if Sale finishes out this year strong? If he gets a Cy Young or comes, MVP, yeah, yes, comes back next year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he'll be back. Yep. Well, he'll be closer. I think so. Absolutely. He's, Maybe a nine point five then. Yeah. He just okay. got. He just has to keep on the track that he's on right now. Yeah. And if we make it, I know we'll make it. I know we'll be in the playoffs. But yeah. if he makes a nice, great push and pitches his ass off in the playoffs, then people will love him even more. Then we'll just whatever happens in the playoffs happens in the playoffs. The next season, if he keeps on, like I said, pushing forward and just pitching his game, and then Sandy Leon just tell him what to pitch and things would be great. Sure. And I could see another 
15 to 20 win season for him. Because he's, he's, he's at 14 right now. Yeah. So I can see him getting close to 20 this year. He could. He could. I don't know. I wonder how many sets he has left. He, I, it's probably around a handful. Yeah. So I can Judging I, by like today, today's August 12th. So you figure he probably has maybe five starts left. So he could hit to 20. Yeah. If the bats keep whacking away like they are. At least five starts. Yeah. So, was he 14? Okay, he, he could, I'll say 17 he finishes with. Yeah. 17 or 18. He should be close. Because uh, looking here at the schedule. Oh, good. You got one. Yeah, yeah. I got this thing up in here. <laughs> we got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks left. So you figure if he makes a start a week, so he has about seven starts All right. left. Speaking of which, I need to update this. We lost last night. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't want to talk about that because yeah. that pisses me off. I know. What a, it's been a roller coaster season. It has as been. As I sit here and look at it. Dude. People hate us. Not people hate us. People hate the Red Sox. Whoa, fire John. Man, fire manager John and get rid of Pablo. We did. <laughs> yeah, like as as I sit here and look at it, Ekin Price, the month of July, win, 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 loss, loss, win, loss, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, win, loss, win, loss, 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 win, loss, win, loss, win. Hey, let's be like, about the month strong. <laughs> yeah, talk about roller coasters. And the month before that was the same deal. You win a couple, lose a couple, win yeah. a couple, lose a couple. Then we finally get lose a bunch, <laughs> win a bunch. <laughs> Do we finally get like a good solid eight game winning streak? That's what we needed too. We need to continue doing that. Yep, they do. That's and fine. The, and everyone's healthy except Pedroia. And every, I mean, Nunez is picking up the slack. Yeah, when he's gone, a lot of guys are stepping up. I know it's good. Well, that's what we need. Take here. his job. <laughs> no, I'm, no, please don't take Pedroia's uh, job. Well, still. it might happen if he stays on the DL. Hmm. It'll just be his by default. Andy was playing DH, like you said. Yep. We were all over that here on the Dude and Bird Show. Yes, we were. You heard it first, man. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Screw everybody else around here. Pound sand. <laughs> we got the hot takes. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, before we break, we'll jump into the Patriots pat down. Okay. Why not? Sure. So first, we'll lead uh, Big Vince Wilfork, retired. That's fine. A New England Patriot. Yes, he is. Thank you, Vince. Thank Another you. ultimate Patriot. Yes. Ultimate. And he was on our ultimate defense. Yes, he was. Two. Had to be. He'll be, no a, he'll be a first ballot Patriots Hall of Famer. Yep. He should get in the NFL Hall of Fame, too. That, that leads me to my second question. Mm-hmm. Would he be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Or should he be? I don't know about first ballot, but he's definitely getting in one year or another. I think he should be. Why? Because he's one of the best nose defensive tackles out there. He's very athletic for his size, yeah. too. Oh, he was nimble on his feet, man. Yeah, he was. Nimble for a guy that was 325 pounds. Hey, all I got to say is butt fumble. He caused that whole thing to happen. You know what? I, I take that back. His first bad Hall of Famer, just for the butt fumble. Dude, yeah. <laughs> he pushed that offensive lineman right into Sanchez, and I forget who picked up. And ran that has to be one of the greatest moments in Thanksgiving football Hands history. Down. Hands down. Because <laughs> I guess the Jets, was, which made it even better. That's probably one of the most used memes in the last few years oh, yeah. of football. Absolutely. Because that was 2012 that happened. It's a long time ago. It was five years ago. Jesus. I, I'm pretty sure that's the same game of Vince chowing down on the big turkey yep. leg. Yes, that was him. Yeah. I think he got honorable. Not, uh, I'll, uh, I'll repost it on our Instagram because I, I Instagrammed that a long time ago. So make sure you check that out on the Dude and Bird Show. And Twitter. Yeah, we'll Facebook. tweet that out too at the Dude and Bird Show. So 
Vince Wilfork, we're going to go look over his career here. Okay. First round draft pick, 21st overall in the 2004 NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Five-time Pro Bowler. Yep. It's pretty That's good. That's it? I figured at least seven or eight. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I know. You kind of would think it might be a little higher. Yeah. He's, well, he, he was hurt for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. He tore his Achilles. Or else he mess up in his body. He was a one-time Pro Bowler. Um, All-Pro, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, one-time okay. All-Pro. All right. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Yep. Thank you. He played in 189 games over 13 seasons. Wow. With 179 starts. He didn't start 10 games? Yeah, that was really? his rookie year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that makes yep. sense. That makes sense. My uh-huh. bad, my bad, my bad. But he did play in all 16 games his rookie year, and he started at six. Okay. That's, all right, all right. That's, the, all right. that's where the gap is. There. Okay, that's fine. His best year was probably 2008. He started all 16 games. Mm-hmm. He had 46 tackles, 11 assists, and two sacks. Not yeah. bad. No, not bad at all. For D. Lyman, not nope. bad at all. His career, he had 370 tackles. That's it? I thought he had more. For oh. 195 assists. Okay. 16 sacks, five forced fumbles. Yep. But he's had 12 forced fumble. Or four. He's had, spit it out, dude. 12 forced. Forced fumbles. 12 forced fumbles. He caused the fumble. No, fumble recovery. Oh, 12. Re- oh. <laughs> That's all right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, is anybody here? Thanks for showing up, dude. It's all right. Jesus. Spit it out, fumbles. Man. That's cool. Oh, God. And he's had three interceptions, right? Yep. I remember him. And pick- one touchdown. <laughs> I remember him catching one interception. I was dying laughing. I'm like, go, Vinny. Go. Yes. It's oh, hilarious. Dude. Go. I love Rumbling it. and stumbling. I love it when D Lyman catch interceptions or pick up a fumble and run for a touchdown. It's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I, dude. It's hilarious. No, it is. It's hilarious. It is. I love that stuff. It's like when um Matt Light. Yeah. Yep. I know against Green Bay. Oh my God. <laughs> it's cool watching the big dudes just hustle and bustle. Because really you know they're so excited because they're like, <laughs> I'm running with the football right now. I'm just gonna plow through all these little jabrones in my way. <laughs> and some of these guys play like tight end and like running back, not run back, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They were probably like a running back or a fullback. Who was the a... other old lineman that had that huge return? Which, wait, what, Matt Light? Who else? Oh, oh not O'Connor. <sighs> was it Matt Light against Green Bay? I don't know. We'll look it up during the break. Yeah, here. that's fine. We're going to keep it going. Mm-hmm. So you were saying he missed some time. Yeah. I went back and looked. Mm-hmm. In 06, he missed three games. In 2013, he missed 12. Yeah, it was the Achilles tear. Yep. And then last year, he well, missed he's in one Houston. game. Yeah. He was in Houston. It's not bad. No, it's not bad That's at all. It's pretty good. Yeah. Played 11 years here and two in Houston. Wow. Good, that only, he only tore his Achilles. And then for a guy his size, I'm surprised he didn't tear his knees or elbows, no. shoulder, nothing. For I mean, that I'm sure time? Had, I'm sure he had bumps and bruises and boo-boos, but still. Like, yeah. That's amazing. For the time he was here... He's probably one of the most consistent defensive players on the New England Patriots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. He was always out there. Mm-hmm. Tremendous leader. Always in the backfield, pushing a li- offensive lineman back. Oh, two guys heels. at a time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ate blockers up. It was. He opened the way for a guy like Seymour to get to the quarterback. Yeah, he did. He did. And for the other linebackers there and whoever else, they were coming in on the pass rush. Yep, Brewski. Because they had to account for Will Fork. Tremendous yes. against the run. Mm-hmm. Hell of a leader in the locker room, in the community. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he met his wife on the internet? 
Bianca. Really? Yeah. I thought he met her down on the U. No, that's they. That's where they met, but they met on the internet. I'm trying to think what's on the internet that was like a dating site or was it just randomly? Yeah, was like it, like an was e it like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they met on the internet. Miami chat room. I guess there was there was some pushback from his family. Really? Because she's white. Please stop. It. But they eventually got over it. Yeah. Her fa- his father was the first to really accept it, which is sad. Like that is sad. if he if your son's happy, who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever floats their boat. That's fine. I hate the old school mentality yep. of that kind of crap. And Just she's like, like she's an absolute sweetheart too. Yeah, she is. She's ultra involved in the community. Mm-hmm. And they're big into having team dinners and functions at their house. She's, she she is oven for his ribs? Yeah. Dude, what did you think of that video? I loved it. I did too. He was just dancing around. I want like, that ribs, ribs hat he had. Ribs. I want to, what's his smothering his ribs in? What kind of barbecue sauce uh, he got? He, that special Wilfork blend. Is it like a Florida is it a Florida thing? Is it like is he getting it from Georgia? I don't know. He Texas? seems like the hot kind of guy. He probably likes a little spice in those ribs. A little kick. We should tweet at him. Hey, what kind of ribs do you like? He Spicy. probably does both. He probably does one a little sweet and one a little hot. It depends. Yeah. We got we, we got to tweet at him. See yeah, what he likes. we got to find out about that because I'm curious. But Me I bet too. those barbecues had some damn good food over there at that Wilfork house. And if he wants to rock those, plenty of it. And if he wants to rock those overalls with the highway, go nuts. Oh, dude, I loved it <laughs> when he when he first did it on Hard Knocks. Oh my god, it was hilarious. And it was he awesome. came walking in. It was hilarious. Bill O'Brien's like <laughs> dying. Like what? The- <laughs> no, what I liked about it was Bill O'Brien's like, "Why are you watching me? Like the plays are right there." And he turns around and just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hell. Of a character, man. Yeah, he is. Couldn't ask for a better Patriot, no. to be honest. I couldn't. Did they retire his number? No. No. I don't know. There's only three numbers that they don't they don't rock 57. No one rocks 89. Yeah. I think that's it. I, all the other numbers. I don't know. No one rocks run one. It, it's definitely one that you could consider. Obviously, 12 is going up. Oh, Unless it's just his name in the years. Oh, without a doubt. I don't know how the Patriots are going to do this. Like, are they going to retire 12 or they're just going to just. Obviously, they should. No, yeah. No one should be able to wear 12 again. But no. the rest of the numbers, you just put Vince Wolfork in the years he was here. And yep. Honestly, I don't even know if, even if they didn't retire, I don't think someone would be ballsy enough to come in here and wear 12. Or 75. I don't think anyone is right now that I could think of. No. I don't. But from 12 perspective, no, no would you want to come in here and take that number? No, that's a huge responsibility. everyone here in Pat's Nation would be all over them. How dare you wear 12? No, I don't think so. The hell are you doing wearing that number? <laughs> you think you're going to fill his shoes? No way. You're going to live up to his legacy? No damn friggin' way. No way. Because right now, nobody is ever going to compare to Tom Brady. No. And once he retires and he's not playing football anymore, people need to, like, get, not get off his train, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If another if Grobble comes in or anybody after that, like you can't compare it. Like no, it's clean slate. It's a clean slate. Yes. You, you, like, oh, you, all right, cool. He just did a two minute drill. You score a touchdown for us. All right, cool. Oh, Tom Brady. I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't stop. Just stop right there. Just no, clean slate. Tom Brady's in his own little world. Don't compare the new quarterbacks after he's done retiring to Tom Brady. Just don't. No. Nope. I don't want to hear it. I agree. Just, just stop. It's a one in a lifetime kind of player. It is. Because people thought we would never see anybody like Joe Montana. Oh, no. And then Tom Brady came around. And I'm sure 
a decade or two down the line, we'll see someone of that caliber. Not like Tom Brady or Montana, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone like that. They could win three or four Super Bowls. At the skill level, sure. The Super Bowl total number, I don't think anyone will come close. Two or three at Super Bowls? At the quarterback position? Do you think at least two or three? Even as a franchise. Okay. Well, it can't, uh, we never know. We can't no. predict the future. If no. we could, we wouldn't be sitting here podcasting. Exactly. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to break. We'll come back with the Pats Pat down. All right. Is your gym way too overcrowded? Is there not enough space for you to get in your proper workout? Well, go check out the 22,000 square foot facility Greater Boston Fitness has to offer. They're located at 321 Charger Street in Revere, and right now they're offering a free five-day trial. All you got to do is go down, say hi to them at the reception desk, and they'll take great care of you. There are plenty of personal trainers there to help you get to where you want to be. For more information on Greater Boston Fitness, go to Greater Boston Fitness. We build people. Welcome back into the Dude and Bird Show. We're going to continue with the Patriots pat down. Yeah, it wasn't Matt Light. It was Dan Conley. It was for 71 yards. My bad. It's all right. I knew it was one of those big hosses. It's all right. It's all good. Whatever. Don't judge me. It's all about the beef up front. Yes, it is. Preseason game number one. We'll hit that first. Yeah, let's get to that. Cyrus the virus. I'm telling you, man. I think it'll be a movement. He's getting cut, I think. He needs to step it up. Or he's yeah, getting cut. I don't think he's getting cut this season yet. I have sources. But I don't know, though, because this reminds me kind of of the Razai Dowling deal. And I was a big supporter of that guy. And each year I was like, oh, this is going to be his year. This is going to be his year. And his year never came. Nope. And Cyrus the Virus, I was like, all right, maybe it's just the uh, first year woes. First year what? He was here last year. That's what I'm saying. Fumbling. Last year. Oh, I thought you said this year. My no, bad. no, no, no. <laughs> like, this the hell year are you talking will about? be his sophomore slump. Oh, okay, okay. The way gotcha. it's looking, the way he got toasted, burnt toast, put extra butter on that, will you? Sprinkle a little sugar. Because I need some sweetness after looking at that hot garbage. That was so bad. Patricia just putting his head in his hands like, Jesus, <laughs> this is happening right now? Twice it Ugh. happened. Twice. No safety help on the second one, though. No. But he got burnt bad. The second and third unit wasn't looking too hard against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Second and third unit, who probably is a JV team at Alabama. Mm-hmm. But hey, I it's Garoppolo, only the first game. I thought Garoppolo looked all right. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. The offensive line crapped on him a few times. Yep. I saw uh, he rolled out in a bootleg and threw it against his opposite arm. Mm-hmm. Not opposite arm. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say. And he got it right to Ka. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. That kid. Okay. He looks like he's got something going on there. Maybe he'll make the practice squad. <laughs> well, he's, he'll have to clear waivers to do that, and someone will probably pick him up. Oh, that's true. If, he, if he ends up being that good. He carries six wide receivers. They could do that. I, knock I, on I, can wood. Them, I can see them dropping a D back and keeping him on the roster, but I don't know. It's still too early in the season. Someone's bound to get hurt. Oh, uh, Wise got hurt. He got a little cuss. Wise Jr. Yeah. That kid's supposed that. to be a stud. Everyone's been hyping him up. Yeah. Like William McGinnis type of crap. Yeah. Oh, not crap, but you know what I mean. Oh, uh, he had a great interview with Tom Brady. Make sure you guys go check that out. <laughs> we tweeted out at the Dude and Bird Show. Make sure you go check it out. I love how everyone. Machine or whatever. I know we're backing up a it's little long, bit. It's long, but take the time and watch it. I know we're backing up a little bit, but I like how everyone's freaking out that Tom Brady has jersey inside out. I'm like, who cares? I know. Okay, it has the NFL symbol and a Nike. He, re- he represents Under Armour. If he wants to wear his jersey inside out during interviews, I have no problem with that. I don't, yeah. And who if it's cares? against the Shield, that, I get it. I understand why he's doing that against the NFL. It might not even be that. It might just, I don't know, he's trying to be cool. (laughs) 
a 40-year-old cool guy. It's like when people <laughs> used to wear the jerseys backwards. That was a crisscross thing. Yeah. It this is the Tom Brady thing. No, no. Stop it. Stop with that nonsense. No, yeah. Just stop it. Dude, stop it with that. No. Yeah, I'm no. going to start wearing nope. my jersey inside yeah, okay. out. That's a, <laughs> when you see me you. at the game, I'm going to have my jersey on inside <laughs> out. That's how you know the dude's in the building. Be like, look at that clown with his jersey on inside out. Oh, that's the dude. Never mind. What's up, bro? Be like, yeah, pound Jesus. sand. <laughs> so the Patriots mm-hmm. bought two airplanes. All right. Two aircrafts. Haha, <laughs> with a K. Yeah, funny one. Did you come up with that all by yourself? Yeah, I did. Thank you. I came up with that on my ride in. I know. Everyone's like, oh, that's such a good one. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Stop it. That BS. No. Stop clapping for him. Don't encourage him. See, I'm a funny guy. What are you people doing? I'm wicked funny. What wicked. can I say? That's what I always tell my girlfriend. I'm so funny. <laughs> I told her. Who does, what boyfriend doesn't I'm say a comedian. To girlfriend? Every boyfriend says it to their girlfriend. Stop cheering for me! It's like, I'm just trying to get to the Apollo, you know? Yeah, okay, you get booed right off stage. <laughs> so they bought two Boeing wide-body mm-hmm. 767s. Nice. So according to that ass clown from ESPN, Roville. Yep. Uh, you see, Basdul's been beefing with them? With Good. him? Good. With him specifically? I love it. I do too. I love when they troll. We have your back, Basdul. Yep. So he estimated it cost around $10 million for both planes. Good. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I, wait, are you going to get to the New England Revolution BS? I'm holding. Let me, okay, let okay, me go, okay, 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 go. Let me go, go through bet, some of the info here. <sighs> a new one costs approximately $200 million bucks. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot of dough. Yeah. So you bought a used one for $5 million? $5 million? Sounds like a hell of a deal. So you just got to keep up with maintenance. Yeah. Whatever. And according to um, Jonathan Kraft there, he had a, he had his little pregame interview with 985 The Sports Hub. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he was saying they still have tens of thousands of flight hours to still use on these planes. Like, they're still in working order. They're being refurbished to oh, good. fit their needs and yeah. everything and what they want to do. Because it's a different animal, according to him. So, uh, to get on these new planes, he think will allow the Patriots to have uh, better recovery for the players. And coaches could be more productive and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So basically, I, it's, it's, like a, a work, it's like a working air, station. Yeah, it's like Aircraft 1 and Aircraft 2. <laughs> the Flying Elvises. Flying Elvises? That's, that's what I'm planes? calling them. You're calling the Flying Elvises? Yeah, that's that's my funny. All right. Our listeners need to come up with better friggin' names for these Why? You don't airplanes. like the Flying Elvises? I do, but I, I know there's better ones out there than that. Okay. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You if don't I like say it, it randomly. If, no, if I say it randomly during the show, uh, that's my one of my ideas. Yeah, okay. No, I like it, but I know there's better ones out there. Aircraft 1 and Aircraft 2? I don't know, man. No, I like the Flying Elvises. Flying Elvis number 1, Flying Elvis number 2. Yeah. Please tweet at us later if you have any better ideas. The team's going to use one, and then the second one's going to be the bougie plane. So, whatever. So, Zulak's going to be in the second plane, basically? Kind of cool. Nah, he'll probably be on the first one with the players. What's the second one for again? Like, staff and stuff? Yeah, probably staff, clients, sponsors, like, family, whatever. And then they're going to rent them out, too, I guess, make a buck or two off them. Because um, according to the same jabroni from Espen, mm-hmm. charter costs approximately $4 million a year for these NFL teams for pre-season and regular season. That's not including playoffs. So that's a $4 million hit a year. He just bought the plane for $5 million. So his ROI, he's going to get within two years of owning these planes. Perfect. Tremendous investment. Yes, it is. Spot. It's the first team to do it. 
people just hating on our first class team. Let them hate. Now they're flying first class, baby, yep. to every game. But this leads me to what you just brought up. Mm-hmm. Why is he dumping all this money into airplanes when the New England Revolution is the cheapest team in the <laughs> MLS? They pay everyone squat. They play in an oversized stadium. They don't even have their own stadium. They don't have any big draws. No. They have nothing. They're like the laughing stock of the MLS. I could kill us. <laughs> I know you're going with the stall, but I'll play along. What? So that you $10 million you couldn't reinvest into that team? Like, I get why they bought the planes and everything. Okay, I understand. I'm sure the New England Revolution But what about them. this other franchise? Because we've talked about it before. How how do they not build them a stadium down there, Patriot Place, or go across the street to Rodman? Or someone brought up on the Southie. radio. Yeah, I heard Southie, too. Bring it, bring it. That's where they were originally looking. But someone brought up Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I think it was Marshall Hawkins said that. Or Suffolk Downs. Yeah. Like, one of those spots. Why not? Because you can make a ton of money. If you put it in that area, because you got Revere, Chelsea, Wonderland, exactly. Malden, Revere, Everett. Key demographics oh, yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Key demographics. <laughs> See. And, <laughs> and you put it at Wonderland, they have a brand new tea station there. Yeah. Brand new. With the friggin' big ass parking garage. And then there's a huge ass overflow parking lot across the street there. At that and there's a strip mall too. Stupid rotary. Yeah. And there's a strip mall there too. So why don't you put it there? And what's the name of that club there? Which they one? got that. They got that bumping club right there next to Wonderland too. Place is always hopping on Saturday nights. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look this up. I don't know which one. Yeah, is. that. If that, you say it, I'm gonna probably remember. Yeah, the club's always bumping over there. And then if you wanted, you could go hit the flea market. How can you beat that? You can go get a nice pair of dungarees for five bucks with some bootleg cologne. Fantastic. How can you beat that? Why wouldn't you want to go move there? But the Revs, though, they still need their own stadium. I don't care. Like. I don't watch soccer as much as I used to, but they should still have their own stadium, whether it holds 10,000, 15,000, whatever it is. <laughs> it's not the Shipwreck Lounge. Huh? <laughs> it's not the Shipwreck Lounge. No. It's uh, not the Hampton Inn. What the hell? No, there's a, it's right there at the Wonderland. I'm trying. I can, oh, I can't find it. <laughs> Esquire Club? Is that it? No. I don't know, man. Whatever. I've we'll never figured it out. I'll figure it out. Either way. We'll, we'll tweet it out. There's some big moves, though, coming along down the stretch here uh, in the AFC East already, mm-hmm. coming off the cuff. Came Happened yesterday. Caught us by surprise. The Buffalo Bills making moves traded star receiver Sammy Watkins. Granted, over the last year or two, he suffered from foot problems and all that. Yeah, it sucks. Injury plagued. But when he's on the field, that kid is dynamite. Take the top off the defense, gets the ball over the middle of the field. He can beat the corners. He can beat the safeties. Linebacker, whoever the hell is going to cover him, he has the he has the power and the ability to beat him. You figure it out? Yeah, backtracking a little bit. It's called, called Club Lito. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is there a picture of it? No. Hold on. <laughs> picture. I want to make sure. We got to pull it up on Google Images here. <laughs> I know what you're talking so about. So after three years Never been. of using two first-round picks in a fourth rounder to trade to get him. They turn around and trade him to the Rams. It's unbelievable. What the hell are you doing over there, Buffalo? Buffalo They're clearing house. Are they Buffalo, trying to crap the bed too? I think Buffalo wants to crap the bed so they get better <laughs> draft picks for this upcoming football This draft. is great. The AFC East is shaping up to be one hell of a division this year. You have the New England Patriots, who's probably going to be the number one seed in the AFC. 
You have the Miami Dolphins who are bringing in the crap bag of a quarterback, <laughs> Jay Cutler, because they lost their guy to a season-ending injury. It could be Matt Moore starting down there, which personally I would go with Matt I'd Moore over Matt Jay Moore. Cutler I because Jay Cutler is a bum and can't win diddly squat. He didn't even come in shape. He's he in football shape. What the hell is that? I mean, quarterback shape. Uh, yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah, he says he doesn't have to be in uh, tip-top uh, cardiovascular shape or whatever it was. He doesn't have to have his wind. Please. A.K.A. I'm just smoking mad Cubans on the golf course right now, and I don't give an F about anything. Great. Good for you, pal. But the Jets blatantly said that they're just paying the season away. And now the Bills are looking like they're going to do the same. So is the next shoe to fall going to be the trading of McCoy? Because how does that dude feel being stuck up up in that crap hole now? I hope he enjoyed his payday because your Buffalo Bills suck. Yeah, they do. And I tweeted out yesterday that Bills Bills Mafia Mafia is probably going to whack someone now. (laughs) So anyways, this brings us back to the Watkins trade. So the Bills turned around and traded Watkins and a six-round pick to the Rams. Six? For cornerback EJ Gaines and a second-round pick. All right, all right. So they're stocking up some picks here. Yeah, they are. They're they're building for the future. Yeah, because someone they were talking about, someone was talking about that yesterday. They have a few first-rounders, a few second-rounders, and a few third-rounders coming up over the next few seasons. Good for them. Whatever. Pound sand, Bills. (laughs) Then they turn around and traded for a receiver. This is, what? I don't know. They're stupid. So the Bills turned around and traded cornerback Ronald Darby, mm-hmm. who's decent, yeah, decent corner, to the Eagles for receiver Jordan Matthews and a third-round pick. Oh, poor Jordan Matthews. Jesus. <laughs> like, what? Jordan Matthews is pretty decent. That's what I'm saying. I just feel bad for him. But the Eagles suck, too. So just a whole bunch of suck trade <laughs> going on here. <laughs> Guys going from one suck bag team to another. It's terrible. Decent situation. moves, though, I will say for the Bills. Yeah, they are. Who knows if Sammy's going to stay healthy? You're getting a decent cornerback in games, okay. But you get a second-round pick. Yeah. Second-round pick's key yes, it is. to me there. Mm-hmm. Granted, you you gave up two first-round picks and a fourth to get Sammy Watkins. So, actually, your return is... Yeah, mm, blah, most. Like, Jordan Matthews is okay. But a second and he third-round pick... He could shine in fantasy up in Buffalo. He could. he could, he could, but that I'm not gonna say. Especially, that. especially if you're in a PPR league. Yes, like I'm in. Are you in a? You do fantasy football? Yeah, I'm in two you leagues. You're in two leagues. I turned down like three of them. I'm like, I'm not doing five. I'm not. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm in two. I'm in a big money league and then like a cheapy twenty dollar league. I'm in the hundred and one hundred twenty five, and the other one was like, oh, it's two fifty. I'm like, eh. no. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've voted on pushing it to that, but I think we're, we're hanging out at two hundred. Two hundred's the. The Minimum. max right now. Yeah, that's fine. I, when people do that, I'm like, no, I don't have that kind of money thrown Because the first, the first year the league started, it was the summer of 2005 was our first draft, and uh-huh. we had six guys. Now you have 10? Now we have 12. Oh, wow. We have 12 guys. Okay. And it's 200 bucks. Nice. Yeah. There's like a wait list <laughs> to get on. My buddy Matt's like, is OP leaving? Because I'll step right in. Then my brother's like, no, I want to in this league because I'll destroy you guys. I'm like, you don't like staying in the league, BJ. You love the friggin' two quarterback fantasy football leagues. Yeah. My brother is like, I'm, I'm, I'm never doing standard again. I like the two QB leagues. I'm evolving. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. You win like four or five championships. You think you know it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My brother for you. It's, it's funny because we it's had, it is. there's 11 returning, so we have one open spot because this kid decided to randomly drop out. Okay. He's won a couple of championships too. We're kinda, we Maybe were kind of thrown for a loop. Maybe just got pulled so league. That's all. We were like, all right, first we're going to offer it to one kid. Who's already in the league, but he left because he joined the Marines. Okay. 
We offered it to him. Yep. Because he's home now and everything. Cool. Thank God. So he didn't want it. All right. So now we go. There's two other kids who were part of the original six. Offered it to them. One of them said no. The other one was like, I can do it. But I can't do the date that the 11 of you have already agreed upon. So we're like, sorry, pal. No. So we're on to our fourth guy who was in the league before. Jesus. He wants in. He's down. Oh, good. He's accepted the date. Yay. Because the date was like the big deal because we couldn't do it. We were trying to do it close to the season because everyone's all huffy and puffy. Yeah, you got to do it like the last week. You got to do it like that August 27th of so September now 3rd. So now we're doing it that Tuesday night after Labor Day. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Season starts that Thursday. That was like, I'm like, all right, well, because that was the issue is if this person couldn't do it, it's like, all right, so why don't we push it up a week? And this one dude's like, oh, no, we can't do that. It's too, yeah, you can. It's uh, not that early. Uh, 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 that's too early. It's no, like, it's dude, well, really? It's not that early. If you're concerned with the guy not making a team, you probably shouldn't draft him. Yeah. You probably shouldn't draft him. It's that easy. It ain't rocking science. Why are you waiting two days before the draft anyways? It's okay no. to do it the week before. Two or three weeks before, that's a little psycho. Yep. <laughs> and we, I'm hoping, hopefully we can get it to pass that we get, we do a keeper. All right. Yeah, we're onto a keeper leagues. Like I like the idea of a keeper league, but I like the leagues that set it at a round. So you can't keep anyone drafted before the sixth round or the tenth round or whatever it is. Yeah. Every league's different. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Okay. Because you get a stud guy. Like I took Matt Ryan last year, mm-hmm. and like the fourteenth round, he was my second quarterback. I took because I already had Stafford. Yeah. I ended up with two of the top scoring quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Like this year, I would keep Matt Ryan. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. I don't even have to worry about my I don't have to worry about nothing. No. I gotta go back. Nope. Draft a backup late again. That's all. That's cool. Like I like that idea, but I, I think it's silly, like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my first round pick from last year and just I don't take a first round pick this year. Like, no. No. It's all about the sleepers. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna do a keeper league. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we'll get back into you want to talk about the football. Elliot later. suspension? Oh no. We'll we'll hit on Oh that. yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, my, yeah. Bad. my bad. My no, bad. No. No, whatever. Okay. I was saying for fantasy football, we'll hit on that after. All right. But uh, before we, we move on here real quick, NFL refs getting full-time gigs. I'm okay with that. They're adding more. Good. So um, the NFL to hire is, uh, they're going to hire upwards of 24 full-time game officials for the 2017 season from Good. its current crop of 124 officials. What? <laughs> they got a lot of people on this payroll. Well, think about Jeez. it. There's, there's probably, call it, I don't know. Ten games is ten games a week or something. Ten games a Saturday. Yeah. Then you have uh, one Thursday, weekend. and then you have yeah. one Monday, Sunday night, so and one Monday of night. People. But uh, three games. That's so full time officials right. will be hired at each of the seven officiating positions. So essentially, they're trying to streamline the communication, clean up the process, mm-hmm. get a more succinct, which is great for the league because yes, that's what the NFL needs. They, it's about time they put some emphasis into the whole referee Good. ordeal. Good. None more of this BS. And speaking of the NFL ordeal, this leads us to the birdcage. Yes, yes. So a pitcher went out. I'm not going to say the names. A pitcher went out with three Patriots fans taking a picture with our NFL commissioner. You three are in the birdcage. I'm not going to say the names because out of respect. All right. So those three individuals who took a picture with NFL commissioner, I don't care how drunk you were. I don't care if you don't give a F. I don't care. I don't care. I heard you on the radio. No, wait. I didn't hear you on the radio. I heard you on the phone talking to intern Nick, swearing at the kid. Yep. Poor intern Nick. You guys are going to the birdcage. And I'm throwing all the people 
and the bird asylum who put their personal information all over the interwebs. Why are you doing that? Like, there's no need for that. Yeah, and it I was get, an anonymous like, writer, too. Stupid. I get it. If their information's on Facebook, that's on them. But their personal phone numbers and email addresses, there's no need for that. So you people who put their personal information out on the interwebs, you're all in the bird asylum because that's just not right. I don't think it's right at all. Like, those three took a picture with the NFL commissioner. If I was one of the friends, I'd be busting the balls. I don't care how drunk they were. If I did that with the NFL commissioner, you're a good friend. You just crap on me forever. You would never let me hear it down. And my friends be all over my ass. Oh, no doubt. And I'm okay with that. Unless Bust you my did balls. something funny in the picture. Oh, like this one guy who flipped off the commissioner. Yeah. That kid's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done the Marshawn Lynch and probably grabbed my goods. <laughs> Suck it, Goodell. So those three individuals who took a picture with Commissioner Goodell, they're all three of them from New Hampshire. Tremendous move by the PR guy to get them to stage that picture. Because that's who, that's who posted that picture was the PR guy no, for I the know. NFL. I know. Tremendous. Great job. I would have tried to get something out of it if you wanted me to take a picture with him. I'd be like, can I have season tickets for the, like, five? Oh, see if they, oh, see. Exactly. If they, like, if one of them exactly. said, no, we got, like, five years of season tickets, I'm like, okay, I have no problem with that. Yeah. I don't even want, I just want a year. <laughs> I'd be happy with opening day tickets. I don't care. Whatever for a picture. But uh, no, great, great move by the PR guy. Good move. I give him credit from a PR standpoint. That's my specialty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that give was, him credit. Great move. That was, too bad it looks way too staged, but hey. Because who's going to be that happy to take a picture with that jabroni? No. The, and the kid who's screaming on the phone was like, oh, we're, we're shit-faced. Oh, we didn't give a F. I'm like, all right. Good for you. So you threw in the bird cage and the people who put their personal information out on the freaking interwebs. You're going to asylum because that's just not right. Yeah, you freaking losers. Bozos. All right. So this leads us to the most anticipated part of the show as Yay. well. Mm-hmm. This week's slamming slew banger of the week uh-huh. award goes to WBZ Channel 4's own Lisa Hughes. All right. Did you pick this one? No, actually, I worked a little earlier today. If people don't know, I also work at a supermarket. And I asked my, my boss. Oh, boy. He's a 63-year-old guy. I said, hey, boss. You want to pick this week's slamming slew banger of the week, Johnny? What's a what's a what's a slamming slew banger? <laughs> I'm like, boss, it's a hot chick. He goes, ah, oh, you know who I really like. I'm like, who's that, boss? He's like, that Lisa Hughes. You know, you see her, you see her on the night news there. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, with David Wade. Yeah, yeah, she's she's hot. Oh, smoke, she is. I'm like, all right, boss. She's gonna be this week's slamming slew banger of the week. <laughs> Just like that. Yep. So if you're not too familiar with her. She grew up in Moscow, Idaho. Okay. She graduated from the University of Washington yep. with a BA in broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. And her father was a professor there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Free ride. Yep. She came to Boston in 2000. Mm-hmm. She joined Channel 4, WBZ at that point. Yep. And from there, she, she moved her way. She went from Coos Bay, Oregon to Boise, Idaho, uh, Idaho to Seattle, Washington. And then she landed here in Boston. She's tremendous. You know, if you haven't seen her, make sure you go check her out. She is definitely a little smug. She looks great for her age, too. She's yeah. tight. I've met her in she person. She stays. Yeah. She stays busy. She's into physical fitness. Make sure you go check her out. Watch her on WBC. Congratulations to this week's Slam and Bang of the Week. All right, all right, Ms. all right. Lisa Hughes. So before we dip here, all right. we got to go through our final segment here. It's called The Rundown. Yes. It's a new updated version of the Schmorgage Board. Mm-hmm. So we already hit on the refs, so yep. we're going to skip over that. Cool. The Miami Marlins oh are being God. sold. 
right? Yep. So the Marlins are being sold for $1.2 billion. That's it. I figured more. Right? So according to Bizball Mari on Twitter, mm-hmm. his name is Mari Brown. He, he writes for Forbes, yada, Baseball, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Prospectives, okay. Fangraphs, mm-hmm. all that. He tweeted out, um, accounting for inflation, Loria, who is the owner of the Marlins, will make $984 million off the sale nice. of the Marlins okay. after purchasing them for 158 mil in that. 2002. I remember right? that. Yep. I so, that. according to million. Bob Nightingale Jeez. of USA Today, uh-huh. the group that's buying this is led by Bruce Sherman, who's a New York businessman, okay. and Derek Jeter. Derek you might group. remember playing for the Yankees, mm-hmm. right? So Jeter is expected to run the Marlins baseball operations in like the business side of baseball. All right. Right. And Sherman is expected to serve as the club's control person. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. Regarding all matters relating to the MLB and the control office. So mm-hmm. whatever. Cool. Good for him. But this is what I this is what I find funny. So they're buying them for one point two billion dollars, right? Oh, you know who is also an investor in this? They oh. don't give a they don't give a number or a percentage or anything. Who? Michael Jordan. Really? Yeah. Jones and everything. Yeah, he probably just threw in a couple million dollars. Whatever. Just a few. Yeah. So <laughs> Jeter, that line around. Jeter, Jeter only put up, only, only put up $25 million. That's it? That's not even 2%. No, it's like maybe a half percent. I did the math. It's oh, not even 2%. Yeah. It's like a half percent? <laughs> 0.5? No, it's like one and change. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But he's invested. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Sam. I want to, so wait, if <laughs> that's a lot of money, dude. I, Jordan must own at least three percent or more. Where'd this money all come from? Now Jordan probably put up the same amount somewhere in that ballpark, okay. maybe even less. No, he's made. We'll get Jeter's numbers. That's unbelievable. So, hey, Jeter, I guess is officially an owner of a baseball team. Good for him. Yeah, I'm not even mad. No, good for him. I like Jeter. I got no problem with Jeter. Good for Jeter. He bought a baseball team. That's fantastic. Great. Good for him. Awesome. Good. Nice. Ezekiel Elliott oh, of the boy. Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. got suspended for six games. So do you still take him in the first round? No. Oh, if no. If it was four, maybe. No. You take him like the fifth or sixth round if you're doing fantasy football. Yeah, every, everyone's going to be. You take him in the middle round. He's rounds. dropping. Yeah. He's dropping. We'll hit on that. We'll do, we'll do a little fantasy special. We got to get a guy in here for fantasy football, too. Oh, yeah. We know a guy. We got a guy. Oh, yeah. We have, we have like two or three guys. Yeah, yeah. Flip a coin. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll I'm working on getting the gambling guy. Yes. I've already talked to yes. him. Yeah, you talk to the fancy football guy. Mm-hmm. You know the guy I'm talking about. You see him in the mornings with you. Yep. So Zeke strongly disagrees with the NFL finding that thing. led to his ban because the su- the suspension comes at um comes as a result of the investigation that started more than a year ago after an ex girlfriend accused him of domestic violence in Ohio. So why did it take 13 months? <laughs> the NFL takes so damn long to investigate all these things, whether it's him or Tom Brady's deflategate, like the Wells report took friggin' forever to do. Yep. All these things, the Ray Rice thing, the Ray Rice thing was physical evidence. It's a damn video. He's not in the NFL. Well, I'll give him exactly. For that. So what's up with Zeke here? I don't know why it took that long. No, it should have been like within a few months. In or- the six games is the standard. And people are getting mad about Jerry Jones bitching and moaning about oh, it. Oh, shut up, Jerry. You want you, you wanted to bury the Patriots. No, but okay, he wanted to bury the Patriots. But from another perspective, 
He's bitching and moaning because that's his guy and that's his team. Here, we all bitched and moaned about the suspension. Yeah, we did. But Kraft kept his mouth shut. He did. Because he's buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Goodell. I, yeah, the, the, everyone, all the owners are. They, yeah, but him especially. No, I know. So That's their own monster they created. Yeah. No, so now Jerry wants to bitch him on. He should probably keep his mouth shut because he ran his mouth about the Patriots. But if he didn't run his mouth about the Patriots and he bitched and moaned, no problem whatsoever. But the fact that you bitched and moaned and now you bitched and moaned, just shut the hell up. Yeah, but these NFL owners these NFL owners gave Goodell the power to make these Too decisions. Too much power, yeah. It's on them. It's on Kraft. It's on Jerry Jones. It's on the Jacksonville owner. It's on the New York Giants owner, the Johnson. That's right. In New York. It's all these guys that gave him this man too much power. And Way too much. Running it like a friggin' Wild West. Does whatever the hell he wants. Yep. So here's a wicked weird story. Oh, I love wicked weird. Before we uh, hit the road here. All right. Because I'm all about these wicked weird things. Nice. I'm going to try to cycle this in every once in a while. That's fine. So the Huffington Post. Oh, boy. According to them. DNA from an unflushed toilet flushed out a burglary suspect. <laughs> so, police in Thousand Oaks, California, used DNA found in an unflushed toilet to finger a burglary <laughs> suspect, right? So, this guy, Andrew David Jensen, 42, was arrested on July 28th of suspicion of committing a burglary. Detectives managed to sniff out the suspect after they found some fecal matter in a toilet at the crime scene and had it tested for DNA. <laughs> so this guy, this guy takes the Browns to the Super Bowl while he's while he's robbing this house and forgets to flush. Dude, how do you not flush the crap down the toilet? So that's how he got popped. He was probably in a rush. Seriously, he was probably in a rush. I hope he wiped. He definitely. I mean, if he had enough time to wipe, he has enough time to friggin' flush. Seriously. Or <laughs> well, maybe it was that one little piece of the cucks that didn't make it down in the flush, and he like forgot about it. It's on the side of the toilet, and you just took a Q-tip and yeah, it was, it was like the like real clumpy ones, and the clumps <sighs> just didn't want to yeah. flush. It's like kind of floaty, so it just didn't want to go down. Cut, but cut. this dude got popped because he didn't flush his dump. <laughs> All right, I'm putting him in the birdcage. He'd be a dumbass. <laughs> oh, my He's God. In the cage too. That's so good. So I hope that gave you a good laugh Jeez. as we hit the bricks. <laughs> Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in to the Dude and Bird Show. I'm off to Maine. See you later. Yep. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude and Bird Show. Like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us. And make sure you review us on iTunes, man. Help keep us up there on the charts. Yeah, Get us talk some, 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 talk some trash about us, will you? Jesus. Yeah, tell exactly. us what we suck at. Tell us what we're good at and vice versa, how to get better. Please yeah. just tell us. We're up to suggestions. I have thick skin, so anything you say, I'll just laugh right in your face anyways. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Unlike Mike Falga, he has thin skin, according <laughs> to Friday T. I wanted to, I don't wanted, I wanted to bring that up, but forget it. All I right. Wanna. So thank you, everybody. Make sure you have a good weekend, yes, a week, whatever the heck you decide to listen. We hope you enjoy it. We'll be back again next Saturday. So for the Dude and Bird Show, get a lot of Boston.